When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. This hour Z News with Wendy Williams this morning. Yeah, this is really sad news to hear this morning. Her team issued a statement yesterday saying she has frontotemporal dementia and also aphasia, which affects the ability to understand or express speech. Basically the same issues that Bruce Willis is dealing with right now. Mm. This news came a day after People Magazine ran a story saying Wendy is living in a facility under the control of a court-appointed guardian and her family has been shut out of her life. In light of this new statement, they're now saying that they had no idea about Wendy's diagnosis. Lifetime is airing a two-night docuseries called Where is Wendy Williams? starting tomorrow night on the show. Her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., says that doctors have linked her health issues to alcoholism. Well, that's very that's sad. sad. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know the story there as far as her familial re- relationships. Was she, had she fallen out with her family? You know, I don't remember either. I just remember her divorce being really ugly, wild. Yeah. I met her years ago with her husband, and he was kind of like her. I mean, when I met them at this particular event, um, he was definitely her manager kind of like telling her what to do the whole time. Yeah. Where it was like, you got to be here. You got to do this. She needs this, 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 and this. It was all very like he was in charge of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Wow. All right. Well, uh, a warning to all of you would-be thieves out there. Actress Hillary Swank is not an easy mark. Back in 2013, Hillary was living in Paris. And one day she was riding in a taxi, sitting in traffic, when a guy smashed the cab window. Oh, my God. Grabbed her purse and took off. Smashed the window? That's crazy. That is nuts. I've never even, that's the first time I've ever heard of anything yeah. like that. I suppose it could happen. Why not? Anyway, Hillary jumped out of the cab and took off after him. On The View yesterday, she was talking about it. She said uh, she said she was, mo- oh, she was most concerned about her passport. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, those are very hard to get, but hers was nice and thick, and she had added pages with all the places that she had ever traveled, and it was pretty meaningful to her, not just in an official capacity. Uh, The show had to wrap before she could finish the story, but it it does not sound like she got it back. Mm -hmm. Right. Hmm. Crazy. That's really scary. You know, you just don't know what you're going to do in a moment like that. Yeah, what are you going to do when, when you when catch you, up with them? Yeah, when you well, I mean, when you get your purse grabbed out of your hand, 
you know, do you, will you just automatically go into chase mode like she did? Or will you stand there and scream for help or, you know, what well, will your reaction be? Well, I was very fortunate. I, I never got uh, pickpocketed or robbed when I lived in New York City. However, I witnessed it on more than one occasion. And at least on one of those occasions, the person who had taken off had caught up with, it was a female perpetrator who was pretty fast, but he was pretty fast himself, caught up with her, and she, like, whipped around and just mazed the guy. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah wow. so he was probably, like, not the first person to have chased her, so she sure. had that, you know, Back anticipating, up. right? Wow. So she still got away with all of his stuff, and he got maced. Yes. Oh, my God. What did she steal from him? You know, and he, he was thinking, oh, I can catch this kid. Sure. You know, and it was just a while. He was walking around. He had khakis on, and I saw her. She just must have spotted the bulge, and it was in his front pocket, too, and she just reached in and grabbed it grabbed it, and took off, and, and, you know, it took him a second before he realized, and she's running away in front of him, and he took off after her, and, and uh, yeah, him, and there might have been, like, one or other, one or two other bystanders that kind of took chase as well, and then she turned around, she mazed him, and everybody was like, whoa, all right. All right. Gonna... <laughs> that's insane. Never mind. I'll get into that. Oh. oh, that's funny. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick break. we got a bunch of other stuff to get you caught up on as well, including uh, the thank you that Drew Barrymore uh bestowed upon the girls from the facts of life we'll explain what that's all Mm -hmm. about plus peter frampton our own peter frampton i don't even think he lives here anymore he did here for a while uh talking about how he got tricked into making a movie we'll explain as your e-news continues jeff and jen cincinnati's q1 Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then Joe Biden's German Shepherd commander was involved in uh, far more biting incidents than was previously reported. Turns out commander bit Secret Service agents 24 times. <laughs> Which, I mean, even O.J. only struck twice. <laughs> 24 times is a lot. Are we sure this was the dog and not Hunter turning into a werewolf? Because... This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, we should see some sun before the day is out. But uh, there is a possibility of some rain and snow overnight with a little dusting. That's about it. Not a big deal. Right now, 45 at Q102. All right. So Kevin Hart has a great writer. 
This is, if you're not familiar with writers, comedians and musicians, they ask for crazy stuff in their tour writers. Writer as in R-I-D-E-R. R-I-D-E-R. So. Not not a comedy writer. Exactly. A writer. That's like Mariah Carey saying, I want only white M&Ms in my room when I arrive. And somebody wanted rose petals in their toilet. That was Barbara Streisand. Was that Barbara Streisand? I think so. So, you know, crazy stuff like that. Remember, Stuff Beyonce like was the one that was like the diva. She took a new toilet everywhere she went. Yeah, remember she they needed made a them, brand new toilet. They made her and they made them install a new toilet every yeah. time. Yes, I mean it would. I, I just, I'm so curious if I had that kind of power and influence, what choices would I make, and would I make them because I'm, you know, this big famous person, and this is just how I choose to rule the world, or would I do it like? You think they'll actually do this if I ask? You know, what's the craziest, weirdest, wackiest thing I can ask for? And let's see if they do it. How about two sets of washer dryers and an elevator? (laughs) Shut up, Jeff. Shut up, Jeff. Yeah, but she's paying for that. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I didn't make any demands. These are complimentary. Yes. What about a four-quarter Jets pizza? Oh, yeah. There we go. Sorry, I'm really hungry right now. You need one of each flavor, though. Like, getting the pizza isn't the thing. It's... You know, can you cut the crust into a triangle for each piece that I'm eating? Or yeah. I want to cut into 74 bites yeah. of equal. Yeah. It's got to be It must some all be equal. It's got to be a little over the top. elaborate presentation. Yeah. yeah. Getting a pizza yeah. is not that big of a deal, but making it look like a yeah. rose. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Well, Kevin Hart wasn't super demanding on his recent reality check tour. His writer contained pretty basic stuff aside from the four man-scented candles. That are listed under the heading, very important. There is one thing that kind of sticks out, though. Man-scented candles? Man-scented candles, four of them, very important. Okay. Kevin demands that there not be any traffic on his way to or from the venue. He's going to be here uh, March 16th and 17th at uh, Andrew J. Brady. Well, you know what? Don't go anywhere near the uh, venue because... Don't go anywhere near According to his rider, he can't have any traffic. No, wait a minute. From where to the venue? Well, this is what the rider states. Under no circumstances are vehicles to be allowed to encounter any delays due to traffic. Obviously, the venue can't control that, but the cops can. Here's the quote. Police escorts must be arranged in order to facilitate artist vehicles arrival to and departure from the venue. Escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. Wow. And while they come in handy for traffic issues, the writer states that police are not welcome in the backstage dressing room hallway, front of house mixed position, or in front of the stage. Come on. They are also not allowed to search guests as they enter the building. What? Well, <clears throat> let's see. What if, What if? Um, first of all, what would that cost? And could you get a discount if you do let them hang out backstage? If you give them passes. I mean, I, I, I would think, know. you know, I, I wouldn't mind having the cops hang out backstage, I'm take guessing, selfies with. Well, well the I'm venue guessing he already doesn't would want have security. them there because he's probably, there's probably drugs back there. Or pot smoking. Is my guess. Oh. Pot or who knows well, what else. Some people just don't like the presence of law sure. enforcement. But I yeah, would but, guess there's um, something. It's not that big of a deal to do this. In, like in Cincinnati, I feel like they do police escorts all the time from like the Cincinnati Hotel down to the stadium. Like when the players for the Bengals game, because we tailgate down around where they take the visiting team in and out. And they have a police escort for every bus. And they just bring them down from like Fifth Street down to downtown. Yeah. What's the ra- What's that rate? 
How much are you going to... In case like we ever decide Joe we Blow. want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can hire pri- private cost? security. They ain't getting that for free. But, uh-uh. Oh, no. You know? No. Interesting. Yeah, right? Hmm. All right. Well, if you're into movies, there is a company looking to pay someone a couple thousand dollars to watch all 10 of the Best Picture nominees this year. Uh, they will also gift you a 65-inch 4K TV... Whoa. A $500 DoorDash gift card for snacks. Nice. And a police escort. Look at that. I like it. (laughs) They don't have a police escort. No, there's no police escort. (laughs) But all the other stuff you would get. After watching the films, whoever they choose will have to predict the Oscar winners for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. Uh, They'll also have to rate each film on different criteria like creativity, its ability to evoke emotion and memorability. <laughs> memorability. I think now, this have you seen all you. ten. Have you seen all ten yet? I believe I've seen eight of the ten. The ones yeah. I have not seen are Poor Things and The Zone of Interest. All right. So do you do you have a pick? Oh gosh. Okay. Let's look. Best picture. What do I think? Oh wait. No. I've seen seven of the ten. I've not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. So, so what are they? Read who I they think are. it's going to be Killian Murphy for best actor for Oppenheimer. All right, so here they are. Number one, American Fiction. Saw it. Very good. Very funny. Don't think it'll win anything. But it might. I could be wrong. Uh, number two, Anatomy of a Fall. Liked it. Not sure it'll win anything. Uh, maybe best foreign film. Uh, number three, Barbie. Loved it. It's not going to win the best Oscar. Don't know that it's going to win anything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four, The Holdovers. Now, that evoked emotion. That was good. That's with uh, Paul Giamatti. I like that. That might win something. Uh, I still need to see Killers of the Flower Moon. That was number five. Maestro, best actor, best director. Uh, Bradley Cooper's amazing. Okay. He's a, I've, I'm about halfway through that one. That's I, my personal pick. Yeah. I'm going for Maestro. I stopped watching. I've, I've been watching it in sections, but he looks almost unrecognizable sometimes, and his accent. Is oh my amazing. god, it's so freaking good. Yeah, and, and you know the makeup job they do, like the the way they aged him, and they do these really intense close-ups. And yeah, you, uh, I, you know the story of how I walked into that movie not having any idea what it was because. I, I couldn't go home. Yeah. <laughs> and it just happened to be starting at the time that I walked in in the movie theater, had no idea what it was, sat down, didn't even know that it was Bradley Cooper until mm-hmm. I figured it out about 20 minutes in, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, he has this nose prosthetic that makes him not look like Bradley Cooper at right, all. Right, but between that and, like, the pores on his face, it was yeah. just, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, I think you should win Best Actor. Mm-hmm. And it just from what it, took for him to pull that role off and all the technicals that go along with it. And he was doing it for six years. I mean, it's been years of him I don't see how you don't give that to him. But the thing is, they've been giving this Killian Murphy guy, the the actor, the main character in Oppenheimer, all these awards. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying he wasn't great, but I just think Bradley Cooper deserves it. Yeah. Uh, past lives. Oh, my God. Did that evoke emotion? I just don't know that it'll what I, I don't know that it'll win. Yeah, I don't think it when you put it up next to like an Oppenheimer, 
I don't think they're going to pick that over Oppenheimer. I feel right. like just the hype of Oppenheimer, people have to vote for it. Or yeah. they feel like they have to. Although I did see it. It's a very good movie. Uh, and then Poor Things I've Not Seen. That's the one with Emma Stone. And I am less familiar with the zone of interest. That's going to be the one that, that wins either. because it's going to be the right. one that you yeah, the one that no one's seen. Yeah. yeah. The Zone of Interest. The Zone of Interest. The Oscars air live on Sunday, March 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern on AB on ABC. That sounds like the cone of what are <laughs> what do they call it? Oh, the, the cone of uncertainty. The, cone, the of cone, of uns- cone of yeah. What is that? It's like hurricanes. Yes, you know? exactly. Uh, let's total- take a look at the cone of uncertainty. The path of totality. Yeah, and then there's the path of totality. Yeah. yeah, there's both. We got a cone and a path and then this movie. Maybe it's something like that. Is it a weather movie? No, it's not. <laughs> no, I think it's really serious. It yeah. is. Is it? About- yeah, I was Super just reading Al Sherwood's commandant, oh. Rudolf Haas and his wife, Hedwig, strive to build a dream team for their family in the house and garden beside the base camp that's they literally right. live right next they door do. to auschwitz okay so I, yes i saw someone being interviewed about this and this is all based on a real story there was this house right next to the concentration camp and it's about the family that lived in that house trying to create some kind of normal Normalcy. happy life for themselves next yeah. to all of this knowing what see that on. is gonna win that is going to win yep it might Yep, of course, the one I haven't seen is going to win. Well, you better get on it. You got time. I know, but I feel like you got to be in a certain frame of mind going into that. Will you try to watch the remainder, remaining three that you have on the list before the, what is it, March 3rd, you said? Probably. Yeah, I heard Emma Stone is a serious contender for Best Actress for Poor Things. I think they got to give it to what's-her-name, though, Maestro, the guy, the female. I can't remember her name. Oh, Carrie... Carrie, uh, God. What's her face? Yeah, yeah I know. she's so good. God, I love her. She's our modern day Catherine Hepburn, you know. Is that what they say? That's what her. I say. Oh, oh, she's stunning. She like just that. has the elegance yeah. and grace and beauty. And oh, mm-hmm. she's just, just classic. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. All right. So she's you... so good. I can't remember her name. I know, exactly. <laughs> but that's not, that doesn't mean Mulligan. anything. Mulligan. <laughs> Mulligan. Carrie I didn't Mulligan. even have to look it up. I just knew it would come to me. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. She's married to uh, the, yes. the guy. You from know, that band. <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad. That what singer is... guy. The dude. <laughs> She's married to the guy from Mumford and right. Sons. There you With go. The banjo. I'm just yes. waiting to see if it'll come to him before it comes to She's me. She's married to the guy <laughs> from Mumford and Sons. The Mumford of Mumford Is he and Mumford? Sons. Yeah. Yeah. And and she's known him yes. since like they were 13 years old. She met him at like summer camp or something. Yes. Oh, they were really? childhood friends. Yeah. They would write letters well, back funny. and forth to each other. Isn't that sweet? That is really sweet. Yeah. And she's like super besties with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, she's living a good life. Yeah, she's done all right. Yeah. Okay, so if you're a fan of Yellowstone and reality TV, Peacock has the show for you. It's called the McBee Dynasty Real American Cowboys. It's about a real-life ranch family. Okay. That could be fun. The Let's McBee family runs a ranch and a cattle business in rural Missouri. Their business is at risk of financial ruin, while they also hope to expand. There's also sibling drama between brothers who all want to take over control of the ranch from their father. The official series description promises a, quote, roller coaster ride of ambition and betrayal. You might recognize the oldest son, Stephen, from the series Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer, which aired on Fox in 2022. 
The McD Dynasty premieres Monday, March 11th. All episodes will be available to stream on Peacock. But if you're more old school, you can catch it on the USA Network with episodes airing weekly. Mm. <laughs> I have some reality show news. Ooh. Nice. What is it? <laughs> no lie. Last night, 7.06 p.m., I shot off an email to the producers and casting directors for Love on the Spectrum. Oh, Yay! yeah. You love that show. I do. For Jacob and his best friend, Andrew. Did I'm they get se- cast? I'm selling them as a pair. Oh. One hour and 17 minutes later, I get an email back and they want to schedule interviews with both Yay! of them. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Love I that. hope they make it. That's Can great. you imagine? That's one of my favorite shows to watch. It's on Netflix. There's mm-hmm. two separate. It's kicked off with an Australian season. And mm-hmm. then now they have two seasons in the U.S., which I just love. Yep. I and they're, love. And they're casting. <gasps> I and sure hope casting. they get on there. Well, they want to meet with them Friday. Great. Next Friday. So we're trying to get Andrew here and get it all kind of organized so they can do it together. Oh, my gosh. Well, next time so I want a meeting, I'm calling Jen. I'm going to have her do it. <laughs> How will you feel, things. though, as a mom? I'm like, if, oh, my God. If well, they pair Jacob up with, like, the, the little girl that is so horny all the time. Oh, my God. I, I have no idea. <laughs> this is all so Her name's just, Danielle. Yeah. I mean, my Danny. God. Six months ago, the, the, the dating wasn't even on the radar. And then to find out that, yeah, he actually does want to date and he wants to get married and he wants to date somebody like his mom, you know, and he does, just like, I'm living a very out of body experience. <laughs> That's so exciting. I just don't even know how else to. Yes. Exactly. I hope he does. Describe I love it. He, but. um, they, I mean, there are couples that they've put together that are still oh, yeah. dating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, how fun. So it'd be uh, cool if they, you yeah, know. Yeah, do they have a better track record than The Bachelor? <laughs> I don't know. They, they might. They do have one couple that is married. They got married uh-huh. via the show. And then in season two, there's a couple from season one that is still dating that they kind of watch them kind of, you know, an go on a little on vacation together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Wow, I know. You're making stuff happy. You're like left. I mean, there is stuff just going. Glenn better right. watch out. <laughs> you're That's taking You're going to open up your own artist agency <laughs> I over don't here. Know what I'm going to do? That's so yeah. exciting. It was, it, it was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, I sure hope. But yeah, a week fingers from today. crossed. A week they get from on today. there. Yeah, if we can get, you know, they're flexible with the times, but that was the one that they proposed. And if we can make it happen, we will. If not, we'll figure out something else. But yeah. I mean, an hour and 17 minutes later, I heard They were just waiting for you. That's just crazy. That's unheard of for Hollywood, for sure. crazy. I'll have to show you what I wrote. But, yeah. yeah. Yay. I know. Crazy. Uh, Drew Barrymore celebrated her 49th birthday on her show yesterday and got a surprise reunion from stars of The Facts of Life. Of all shows. Remember that show? Of course. You take the bad, you put them both together. And Blair. Facts of life. As a young girl, I wanted to be Blair because, you know, she was so pretty. Blair played by Lisa Welchel. She was there. So was Nancy Joe McKeon. Uh, Mindy Kahn, who played Natalie. They all reunited to wish her a happy birthday. And Drew gushed while telling him how much they and the show meant to her as a kid watching her growing up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Joe, I cannot handle it. 
I saw myself with you guys because you were raising yourselves, you were raising each other, and it made more sense to the life I was living than any other environment because it was the day and age of television. What I was learning was to be a strong, independent female who could take care of themselves and value female friendship and know that there was someone there who was watching out for them, Mrs. Garrett. That was my life. I wanted so badly to be with you guys, and you gave me a blueprint that made my life feel better to me Aww. in every sense of the word. Yeah. But uh, if sweet. you don't know Drew's story, she, you know, part of the reason, and she kind of goes into it a little bit there, as you just heard, but she, she identified so much with that show because she did not have a traditional two-parent household. And Her know, like, childhood was jacked up. It was pretty jacked up. He had a lot of crazy things that... Wasn't you wouldn't she wish like, on any child. Uh, right. Tried to like, what is that called when you emancipate? Yeah, when she was like ten, like really young. I think young, she did, right? didn't she? Wasn't she emancipated? I don't remember, but I just know that she went through a lot in terms yeah. of drugs and alcohol, and she saw, saw way too much at a young yeah, age. Way too much. Yeah. yeah. So happy for her. Yeah. Happy for how she turned out. Yeah. No kidding. Because you know. it could have been bad, like it is so so frequently. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for now. We get a bunch of other stuff we're going to get to here after 7 o'clock, but we also want to get to Faker for Real because uh, it's a little game we play every day right around this time. We give you three headlines. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. And if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set up the winner with a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show, which is happening, I think, this weekend and next, right? Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. At the Duke Energy Center. <laughs> I was dropping Leela off at school. We were quite late, because it was a daddy (laughs) drop-off. We walked into the circle, and I sat down. And we sat right across from her friend, Dean. And the kids are all singing the song that they clearly knew very well. But it was like, ten little monkeys up in the tree, saying, hey, alligator, you can't catch me. Then one of the monkeys falls, and then all the kids together went, and snap! (laughs) Nine little monkeys up in the tree. I'm sitting here like, this is a dark song. But the kids loved it. They went, nine, eight monkeys, seven monkeys. No more monkeys up in the tree. There was a moment of silence, which was warranted. And in the silence, one of the cute little girls, Maeve, she just goes, what happened to the monkeys? Yeah. One of the kids goes, they ran away. An optimist. And Dean's quiet. He's leaning as if on a jukebox. His eyes go black, and into the silence he projects, They died! The teacher's like, No, 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 no. Dean goes, Yeah, blood in the water! How metal is Dean? He didn't just understand it, he was picturing the pigmentation in the water. Blood in the water! That's the most metal thing I've ever seen! He should have been like, blood in the water. Like, that was incredible. Thanks for starting your day with Cincinnati's Morning Show. Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim. On Q102. That was comedian Pete Holmes from his Netflix special, I Am Not For Everyone. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Clouds supposed to break up this afternoon, so you should see some sun before the day's over. But expect rain and snow moving in late tonight. Could see a, a dusting, maybe. Tomorrow morning, not a big deal. High of 56 today, right now 44 at Q102.
And I have three headlines here. Two fake, one real. If you can identify the real one, are we sending them to the home show? Yeah, we're gonna go home to the we're gonna go to the home and garden show. And if you get these tickets today, you can join me there tomorrow. I'll be there from ten until noon with the Arling House Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning booth. But it's this weekend and next weekend at the Duke Energy Center. All right, fantastic. Here we go. Which one of these is the real one? Is it a drunk woman drives her hub around on interstate and tries to mace cops when they stop her? Is it B, a drunk man was arrested after he drove to the police station to complain about a previous arrest? Or C, drunk lady tells cops she's Michelle Obama and she was going to deport them to Cuba. 513-749-2320. Can she do that? I don't know. Call her 20 gets a guess. Good luck. <laughs> Not going to mess with it just in case. Yeah, huh? I know. But they saw what I saw. So if I get jealous, I can't help it. I want every bit of you. I guess I'm selfish. It's bad for my mental, but I can't fight it when you're out looking like you do. But you can't hide it now. Put you in a frame, oh baby, who could blame you? Glad your mama made you. Making me insane, you cannot be explained. Every time the phone rings, I hope that it's you on the other side. I wanna tell you everything, everything that's on my mind, and I don't want any other guys taking my place. Girl, I got too much pride. I know I may be wrong, but I don't wanna be right. Cause your lips were made for mine, and my heart could go flatline if it wasn't beating for you all the time. So if I get jealous, I can't help it. I want every bit of you. I guess I'm selfish. It's bad for my mental, but I can't fight it when you're out looking like you do. But you can't hide it now. Put you in a frame, oh baby, who could blame you? Glad your mama made you. Making me insane, you If I get jealous Yeah.
help it. Selfish. I want every bit of you. I guess I'm selfish. Diana. Hello, how are you? Great, thank you for asking. How are you? I am good, thank you. Good, Excellent. good. Well, we want to send you to the Home and Garden Show. All you have to do is tell us if one of these headlines is the real one. So let's begin with A. Drunk okay. woman drives her hub around on interstate and tries to mace cops when they stop her. Is it B, a drunk man was arrested after he drove to the police station to complain about a previous arrest? Or C, drunk lady tells cops she's Michelle Obama and she's going to deport them to Cuba? I'm going to go with C. <laughs> That's just your favorite. No, it's not. It's the dude yeah. that drove to the police station. Is B oh, today. I know. Yeah. C would have been way more fun. Yeah, you know how, like, you know, these so-called Karens demand to talk to the manager? Right. I would like to speak to the manager. Yes, because I'm an American citizen. That's right. But they're <laughs> but they're behaving in a way that just will not win them any sympathy. Right. This is sort of the stupid criminal version of that. Okay. A 42-year-old man in Canada was arrested on Tuesday when someone called the police to say that he was causing a disturbance in a restaurant. Oh, boy. He was intoxicated and refused to leave. So the cops wrote him up and then they drove him home. But the guy was still fuming. You know, he's just stewing, right? Shortly afterward, after he's dropped off, he drives himself to the police station and demands to talk with a supervisor about the previous arrest. Yes. Keep in mind, he's still drunk. Mm -hmm. He's showing signs of impairment. So they're like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna run a breathalyzer. Uh oh. And he failed. So they arrested him again. It's time <laughs> for DUI. And now he doesn't uh. have a license. Something tells me he's gonna drive anyway. That's I, some people just really need to have the alcohol taken far away. Again, if that was Europe. He would have been in jail. Yep. Yeah, they don't do the whole yellow plate thing. <laughs> oh yeah, how does that work? Party plates. Only certain states do that. Ohio does. Ohio does, um, yeah. You'll see one every once in a while. Yeah, and I think it depends on, Jen, the judge you get, how much you blow. Um, if you did blow, like, there's a whole different, if you this is your first time, is this your second time, there's a whole, like, list yeah. of things. Gear system. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time for our weekly mom and pop spot. This is a little something that we do for a local business that uh, could very well be struggling that we like to showcase. We do one a week, uh, and it's sort of our sort of our give back to the community that was born out of COVID. You know, when mm -hmm. everything shut down, a lot of businesses had to pivot. Some just went out of business altogether. Some had a difficult time getting back on their feet. And so what started out as sort of a, a fun little public service has sort of become this thing that we just stuck with because we enjoy doing it and like, like to see deserving mom and pops benefit yes. from it. Absolutely. And uh, tell us about the one we have today, Fritchie. All right, so we have Liz. She is on line four, and Liz is a part of the Gertz Pony Keg, which is in Reading. All yeah, right. They okay. just celebrated 60 years. The Gertz 60. Pony Keg. Wow. 60 years That's in business. That's a long time. How about that? How you doing, Liz? I'm, I'm well. How are you? Great. Good, and what good. is your connection to the uh, the Gertz Pony Keg? I am number 13 of my parents' 15 children. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> that is nuts. 
It's beautifully nuts. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I think it's all. I always wanted a big family growing up. It was just my sister and I, but I had relatives on the other side of our family that had 14 children. And I was just like, oh my God, this is fun. There's always somebody around. I, and that's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. my God, there's always somebody around. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yes, we did. We had lots and lots of best friends. Yeah. Oh, that's wow, that's cool. great. That is super cool. So are all 15 of you somehow affiliated with the business or are some more than others? Um, all 15 of us worked at the store at some point in time in our lives. So it's your parents' and store. Currently, it is. It is my parents' store. It's, uh, my father bought the store from his uncle and turned it from uh, Doc, I think it was Doc's carryout, to Gert's Pony, Care, Gert's Pony Cake carryout. Oh, and so you all worked ago. there so growing amazing. up. That's so cute. Yes, and currently my two younger brothers um, run the business now. Cool. Now, did all yeah, of the grandkids really cool. get to work there too, or were there 700 of them and just not enough jobs? <laughs> not quite 700, but yes, some of them do um, work at the Pony Keg as well. How many are there? Uh, grandkids? Yeah. With when you have uh, right fifteen children, how many grandkids? There's, thir- there's thirty three of them. Holy mackerel! That's wow. awesome. I Christmases, man, yeah. you had to draw names. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't buy for everybody. Yeah, there's Christmas. no way. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't get out to Reading very often, and I, if you were to ask me, I wouldn't even know what a pony keg was. But this is basically like this, like little drive-through store where you can, you know, pick up the basic essentials. And, some alcohol, I presume? Uh, alcohol is one of the basic essentials that you can pick up. Um, but there are other basic essentials. It's a drive-thru, but you can also come in. It's a carry-out. Um, one brother runs the drive-thru. One brother runs the carry-out. And you can get all different kinds of party supplies and just regular goods that you need. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you got lottery tickets, fireball shooters, snacks, beef jerky, stuff like that. Yep, and, and treats for, for your pups, too. Oh, cute. Now, is there anything you all sell that you can't find anywhere else, like something that is unique to the pony keg? Well, what we, we don't necessarily, we don't sell it, but what we give is genuine love to each oh. and every customer. Oh, I like well, it. Well, that's something. Yep. That's good. You're the marketing brain behind the, behind the brand. I am. It's just, it's eminent. You, if you're there twice, they know your. My brothers know your name. They talk to you like you've been there 47 times. That's all it takes. Yeah, um, in your email too, Liz, we you, are. you said that residents just stop by and just to chat sometimes, just catch up on local yeah. news and share stories, <laughs> seek, yeah. seek advice. The old timers. Are there yeah. any tables, any areas where you can sit down? Um, no, there aren't, uh, but I, I wonder if the boys will introduce that soon. Because there's a place kind of like what you're describing when we were in Anna Maria Island, Florida, and I noticed like a lot of the old timers, like a lot of the old guys who actually lived there mm-hmm. would just sit out and, you know, have a little cup of coffee just outside the front door. And they had these little tiny chairs and tables that were lined up along the front. And they mm-hmm. would just kind of hang out and just chit chat all morning. You know, yeah, and, and I don't they think they don't sit there. Just... No, they just hang out. They just hang out. Okay. Oh, that's fun. I have two I like questions. It. Where the hell is it? 
There you go. <laughs> Where in Reading we are you? Are, we are on 8783 Reading Road. So if you are familiar with the Bridal District yep. in oh, yeah. Reading, mm-hmm. um, we are about two blocks uh, south of the Bridal District on Reading Road. Got okay. it. Right around the corner. Where the speed limit is like six miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Reading Road's a little bit kinder, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then do you offer anything in the drive-thru that most drive throughs don't have? It is completely a full-service drive-thru in terms of anything on the inside you can get on the outside. Yeah. If they don't got it, you don't need it. That's exactly right. Correct. All right. Awesome. Anything besides food, booze, and lotto? It says household items. What's that? Can I get some paper towels and some uh, Dawn? Party supplies, birthday candles. Yes. Birthday candles. <laughs> well, it, it's... You might. And you always need it you in mean. a pinch, too, because you never think of, oh, God, I forgot the candles. Listen, I'm Everything's already... closed. I'm already uh. getting a testimonial for you from someone named Jess. I can attest to the atmosphere at Gertz. We just go there for the guys. They have taken an interest in my kids and the communities. I'm so excited to hear them on the Jeff and Jen show today. They are a staple in our community, and we love them. That's great. So That's there. wonderful. Cool. Awesome. That's wonderful. All right, so here's the plan. Years. I'll take all this info. I'm going to go into the production room. We'll throw together a script, maybe some singing, some lasers, some sound effects. All the good stuff. All of it. We'll call you back in an hour with a finished product that uh, is totally free. Yes. <laughs> Let's remember Thank that. You. you didn't have to pay for and it. And Liz, we'll call you back in, in an hour. Is this the number where I can reach you, or is there something different? Nope, this is fine. Okay, perfect. Okay. What are your two brothers' names? Ethan and Matthew. Ethan and Matthew. All right, here we go. Name all 15 children in birth order. Go. Terry, Scott, Brian, Dan, Kathy, Chris, Doug, John, Nikki, Michelle, Mike, me, Ethan, and Matt. Wow. Look at that. Nice now do it with the grandkids. I'm no. Just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Wow. That's cool. 60 years. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that. I know. That's I pretty crazy. Even. I love it. 1964. Yeah. But you said your parents took it over from, from the previous owners or from the original owners? From the uncle. Uh, my father took it over from his uncle. Oh, from his uncle. Got yeah. it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it has remained in the same family this entire time. Yes. Yes. And it has been Gert's Pony Keg for 60 years. And it will remain Gert's Pony Keg when the boys take it over. You My will, dad is you still will there. You will see to that. Sometime. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. It's in the well, they, will. They will They will attest to that. Wow. That's right. Okay. Super cool. You need anything else, Tim? No, I think I'm good. All, All right. right. It cool. takes him about an hour. He's going to run across the hall, start working. He's going to individually call us in there. We're going to read our parts, and uh, we're all going to hear it in its entirety, completed. I got the uh, version together. Text message from Zane, who works over at Closets and More. Yep. Yeah. He says, they're right across the street. Matt and Ethan are great guys. The Gertz family runs the ding. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Hi, Zane. I do, too. Yeah. Tell cool. him we, th- we said thank you. Absolutely. Love it. All right, I'm on it. We'll talk to you in an hour. Thank you. See you, Liz. Bye. All right. Clouds on the decrease this afternoon. High of 56. Could see a little rain and snow move in overnight, possibly a dusting when you wake up tomorrow morning. High of 56 right now, 44 at Cincinnati's Q.
All right, 731, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, three things you should never do at work. Also, the German shepherds who literally tried to steal a car. And employers trying to woo workers back into the office. A new technique involving smells. It's Friday, the 23rd of February. 2024. We're Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, before we get to those stories, let's talk about the tooth fairy here for just a moment. She's got, boy, she enjoys pretty good job security. She just fairy. came to our house last night, you guys. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I can't we believe have te- that. How many, which tooth did well, we lose? We have now lost both of our front teeth. Okay. There we go. Wow. Oh, look at that. I should Wide put a little open. a little oh, pickup. That cute. Now, yeah. Is this the first time the tooth fairy has visited your house? Oh no, no, no. We had the discussion last night that we have now um lost six teeth. Oh, six. Six wow. total teeth. That's now, is the rate of pay stayed the same? Has it gone up? Has it declined? You know, the first tooth I think was the big one. That's yep. the, like that's like the mega money tooth. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure, but then since then, all of the other teeth have been about the same, about the exact the same. same huh. Yeah, I believe so. Well, I ask because for the first time in five years, we've learned that the value of a single lost tooth has declined. Delta Dental's 26th annual Tooth Fairy poll just came out, and they found the national averages dropped to five dollars eighty-four cents per tooth. That is down 39 cents from $6.23 last year, which was an all-time high, although inflation has eased a bit. Uh, Current prices are still up nearly $2 from before the pandemic. But kids in the West are the ones who are getting the biggest payouts. They're getting almost $9 a tooth. Wow. wow. Talk wow. about a California gold rush. No kidding. I mean, hello, Tooth Fairy. Uh, kids in the Northeast up and around Boston and New York are raking in about $7 a tooth. And then in the South, uh, $5.51 is the going rate per tooth. And here in the Midwest, uh, we are the lowest at just $3.63 per tooth. Aren't you supposed to get more for the two front ones? Aren't those supposed to be like a 20 spot? <gasps> no. 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 Because no, they're the most noticeable. You'd deal. think that they would get more. Yeah, I mean, that's where the kid's really going to have some traumatic events occur because, you know, I they feel, can't pay yeah. their effort. I feel like the first one for sure. I can't, I don't know, because I wasn't there this morning to see what the tooth fairy left. We'll so see. I'm not sure. But Keep us posted. The first one for sure. But I did notice last night after... Um, Penelope, so so yesterday, she got sent home from school the other day. She currently has the flu. Yay. But oh yesterday when I left work, I said, let's go home. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a nap Let's with her. Let's get some rest. And she goes, hey, before we lay down, um, do you think I could just go pull my tooth real quick? I'm like, what? Because it was, I mean, it, she, looked it was like a, she looked like a pirate. I mean, yeah. it was like sideways there. And she just <laughs> walked up and was like, dink, and there it was. Handed it right over to Scott. Oh, I remember that. Go. See, I remember that feeling, like where you could move it and then with your tongue and oh, then yeah. pop it, it back into place. To. Dude, all you could, all I could hear her doing the other night was, <laughs> oh yeah, just playing with <laughs> it, playing with it. And yeah. so now she does speak a bit different. That's what I was going to tell you. I can yell, tell that they, oh yeah, she will. Like the air's F, coming through. F and F. 
are going to be yeah. an issue. So I got a double whammy. When I lost my two front teeth, uh, that was also coupled with coming down with the chicken pox. So I was excited because that meant I got to stay home and pose for pictures with my mom showing <laughs> off my chicken pox and my and lack your of teeth. Yep. How I was very, funny. I just remember being in seventh heaven. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have here other than the going rate of teeth? Oh, it's National Banana Bread Day. Who oh. cares? I <gasps> love banana bread, but Me I don't too. like nuts. I don't like nuts in my banana bread. Same. I don't like that being a crunch in the middle of that. Do you remember back in the early days of the pandemic when everyone was spending their days in lockdown making banana bread? Baking things, yeah. Yes. Remember it was challenging to get, um, what was that, yeast? Wasn't it live yeast or yes. something people needed for all their breads? Right. And it was completely sold out. Yeah, now that we're four years in everyone making banana bread, has the world mastered banana bread yet? Do we have a banana bread that can cure cancer? No, unfortunately. We have moved on to sourdough, puzzles, board games, virtual Zoom parties, reorganizing closets, working out of the living room and drinking before finally going back outside again. And the wonder of banana bread is gone. But Aww. we will not let it be forgotten. No. Okay. Uh, it is Friday, and we just thought we'd have a little fun with this random question. How do you write an uppercase E? I do this the rounded. The swirls? The, yeah, I just in one motion as opposed to. Like a cursive one three. or like a... Uh, uh... I do it like She does it like this. a backwards three. Like Yeah, like, like a backwards three. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah. I do loops in the middle. I don't do the loops. Jen and I have almost identical threes. Jeez. Maybe that's generational. I wonder how Tim writes his. He may do, you know, like these more precise lines like that. Mm -hmm. Like your left E. Oh, yeah. That's my print E and that's my cursive E. Actually, he prints in both upper and lower case. Mm. So, well. Savage. I'm not sure. Anyway, a new poll asked more than 1,600 people. The most common answer was make a vertical line, then three horizontal lines. That's how 42% of people do it. 27% okay. uh, of people make sort of a square, unrounded C. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like it could be a C, but it's square, and then they add the middle line last. 25% uh, of people make an L. Then add the other two horizontal lines. 7% of people make an upside-down L. Then add the other two lines. And 13 per, uh, thirteen people or less than 1% claim they make the three horizontal lines first, then go back and add the vertical line. But the one that I that I thought was interesting that was not an option was the, the E that Jen and I do is making the backward three, top yep. to bottom, all in one stroke, right? Yeah. Yep. It's yep. fastest, most efficient. Yep. Someone said that's the most atrocious to read. <laughs> <laughs> Yet well, it I is the easiest to write. I don't know about that. Uh, but it's also the closest to how you would make a cursive E. So, yeah, I think that is just the cursive influence there, bleeding into so your... Um, Oh yeah, Tim sent me a printing pic, and it's just a printed e. You're right. like you, is. like you said, Jeff, Joff. Yep. Okie doke. Uh, yeah, it looks like he does the L first, and then he adds the two additional lines. Yeah. Okay. Would you be more excited about going back to the office if the smell of something pleasant was always 
wafting through the air. Yes, like, we love a good wafting. The we smell of, of Indian of, sandalwood. We have a lot of smells here. Like sometimes, like the other day, uh, somebody got on the elevator and they were talking about how bad it stunk on there because someone well, listen, had because someone had crop dusted. Somebody had. Tooted. But then today, I keep smelling perfume over here, and I don't know where that's coming from. Okay, so the day that someone crop dusted in the elevator. I came maybe five minutes later, and to me, it smelled, to me, like uh, feminine perfume. Okay. Today, in the elevator, it was an overwhelming maple syrup smell. Really? Oh, love that. I know. That would have made me hungry if I would have yeah, noticed that. Yeah, the other day, though, I, I left, and it must have been the day they dropped off those Claire's desserts. They had a bunch of desserts in the hallway. Because when I left the building, it smelled like baked goods. Like someone was making pastries. It smelled so good. Well, the Wall Street Journal is saying that some employers are now pumping fragrances into the workspaces to improve workers' moods. Uh, There's not one magic scent that is doing the trick. Companies are actually creating custom blends which is the perfect opening for some opportunistic firm to come in and help bosses curate a personalized smell for their company or for that one employee who already won't stop talking. Never mind. It's a little too close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go down that road, Jeff. (laughs) Well, I mean, you'll see what road I'm talking about Uh because one company uses one that incorporates 35 ingredients, including Asian... Help me with this, Jen. Sambak Jasmine, S-A-M-B-A-C. How do you pronounce that? Sambak, I'm not familiar. I'm going with Sambak. With that one. Jasmine, which is said to improve happiness and confidence. Indian sandalwood for alleviating anxiety and Italian pine to fight fatigue. Okay. That's interesting. You know, a lot of hotels do that. Um, Because I know Emma works for a company. They have like a signature fragrance that she was giving them out as gifts because people love the scent mm-hmm. and so they have like these um oh what do you call them they're not sprays but they're like sachets no i'll think of it you can't just pick random things one expert warns that you should know what you're doing for example combining the scents of lavender and pumpkin pie evidently has a dramatic sexual arousal effect oh really hey, hey. wow hmm. Uh, there have been plenty of studies that can show that scents can have a positive effect on your brain, but there are some drawbacks as well. Uh, some people are really sensitive to smells, and even a pleasant scent can be distracting and overbearing. Okay. Diffuser, that's the word I was looking oh, for, diffuser. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah, we have those in our house. Others could also be allergic to certain fragrances. Uh, the key is probably you use smells delicately with plenty of ventilation. Okay. What would you yeah, guys, delicately is key. What would you sure. guys feel about that, though? Like, Jen, you would be anti-getting anything pumped in yeah, here, right? Yeah, please don't. Just I'm, please don't. <laughs> I even try to spray the Lysol before you come in very early because I know you don't like any I, of those It, like, makes smells. me physically ill. Like, anything that has a chemically chemical smell to it at all. And a, most candles, I just can't even. It's just too much. I love the smell of bleach and gasoline. <laughs> that does not surprise me. That sounds like the name of your rock band. I know, yeah, bleach, and, bleach gasoline. and gasoline. Bleach and gasoline. Hey, wait, that could be my coffee brand. Oh, yeah. There you go. My dark roast coffee brand. Your over-caffeinated coffee brand. That's right. 
yeah, I, I like it. Like, if you're going to do it, if you must do it, I would prefer it be light, like barely detectable. Right. You know? Yeah. But that's how I feel about everywhere. Like, just enough of a hint where mm-hmm. it's, like, I wouldn't even consciously notice it. But then I would miss it if it was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, green tea and citrus There's a would house. be my favorite combination. There's a house in my neighborhood that I don't know if, I don't know if she's burning candles or what, but when I walk the dog and I walk by her home, I can smell it from the outside. It's so fragrant. It mm-hmm. smells like you walked into some sort of Yankee candle or one of those candle shops that has Macintosh apples or apple. It smells like that. Every day when I walk the dog by this house and I keep thinking to myself, like, could you imagine living if, if it's this strong on the outside? What must it be like on the inside? Now, I was on a walk the other day and there's this one spot in my neighborhood that I've gone by and sometimes I smell it and sometimes I don't. And I can't pinpoint the source or where it's coming from, but it is the smell of natural gas. Oh, wow. That's and, not good. And I don't know if that's common. Like, is are there, you know. Like natural gas dump? lines that have ventilation. No, nowhere near a dump. I mean, that's the thing. It's I'm in a very residential neighborhood, and you know, there's it's got like these, you know, quiet residential streets. You know, it's been around for 50, 60 years, and you know, most of the houses are in, like you know, really nicely well maintained condition, or at least yeah. seemingly so. Uh, but there's this one spot that every now and then I'll get like a whiff of natural gas, and then I'll stop and I'll. You know, and then it's gone. I don't know where it came from. Can't really pinpoint the source. I didn't know if there was some, could there be like a little ventilation cap or something somewhere nearby that I'm picking up on? Like, mm-hmm. do they release it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's always in the same area spot, but it's kind of like, it's. I can't like tie it to any one house because I don't think it's coming from a house. It could be coming from the ground. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I freak I, out. I smell it all the time because I live close to Rumpke and I feel like they constantly are like, releasing gases or trying to like maintain the smells but you know what that distinct natural gas smell is though is that what they is that what you're picking up on sometimes Mm. or sometimes it'll just smell like garbage (laughs) now i remember in florida you get a lot of sulfur smells from from irrigation systems yeah because it's reclaimed water and so you it smells like sulfur smells like yeah. It smells like rotten eggs. It does. What was it? What were they? Fruit flies. Were they spraying for fruit flies when we lived down oh, there? Oh, no. Um, what was that? That was, was so awful. The planes would fly over and just douse entire communities of, with this poison. Why? Trying to kill some kind of fly or bug or. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the car name. car would be covered in this yellow dust. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was that. This malafly or something fly, oh. or malathion. They were spraying malathion. That's funny that I can remember the chemical, but I can't remember, remember the, the fly. But it was like these seemingly harmless, gentle oh. flies. There were just a lot of them, and they were making a mess. I mean, they were tiny, and they had these like little red dots on them. I can't remember. There was but some kind of fruit poison, fly. I, I just, they, it had a smell to it. Yeah, I guess they were a big, huge threat to the agriculture down there. and That's why they were literally just Just covering dousing. the entire 
everything. Counties with you know, not just, I mean, residential, not just oh, you everywhere. Know, the farms. It was uh, everything. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking nothing of it at the time. If they tried to do that where I live now, man, I would pick up and move. I like, would not be okay with that. Right. Oh. Yeah, I feel like it was some kind of fruit fly. Yeah, I did too. That was a long time ago. It was. Jacked up. That was back before the pony keg opened. Yes, long before the pony keg. Uh, what else? The over-under on the number of German shepherds that you can deal with in a car is 0.5, depending on how much you like dogs, big dogs. But there's a woman in St. Petersburg, Florida named Kiki who was dropping her kid off at daycare on Tuesday when she briefly left her driver's side door open. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, okay, her car is parked. Driver's side door is open. <clears throat> Out of nowhere, three German shepherds dashed into her vehicle. Oh, wow. And refused to get out. Kiki said they were holding the car hostage. <laughs> and she didn't know what to do. Yeah. So she called the police. So the cops showed up. And they also struggled to get the dogs out. Were the dogs just sitting in there or were they chewing up the seats? Those are the videos that kill me, like when the bear breaks into the car and is just eating the eating the headrest. No, it doesn't sound like they did any damage. Um, they were just it, hanging out. Well, it was a mess. You know, they did go through her stuff, I guess, whatever she had in there, but... Uh, in a post on Facebook, the cops said some dogs will do anything for a car ride. And they eventually <laughs> had to coax the German shepherds out using fish sticks. Uh, the dogs, however, did get a ride to the local animal urgent care where they were watched until the owner was located. Uh, not really sure what the owner's story is, but we're assuming they'd only be sent back to a good home. But in the comments section, another local said, this is not the first time these three have done this. They actually jumped in my son's car a couple of years ago. He brought them home, and we tracked down the owner, uh, and I babysat them until he came and picked them up. But they're just they're, they're friendly dogs. They're just overly friendly dogs, and they like to go for rides. That's funny. Um, again, it does not sound like Kiki's car was damaged, but it was a mess. That's really funny. That is funny. Yeah, you would think, like, they still have, like, if, you know, whenever we had a dog, like, we always had, they were... Always chipped, but we also had like a collar that had our address and phone number on there. Yeah. In case they got loose. Hmm. All right, 749. Jeff and Jen coming up. We got a brand new second date update. Weather wise. No, we don't. It's, it's Friday. A ghost story. It's a ghost story. Oh, today. brand new. We got a brand new second date update. Ghost story. Yes. So we'll do that coming up next as we continue on the Friday show. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q10. Ghost stories. You know, in case we hadn't driven home the point, yep. make sure it wasn't lost. <laughs> okay, so Maya has a ghost story for us this morning, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Maya. How are you? Hi, guys. It's good to talk to you. Good to talk you to too. you. So, who is Lauren, and how do you know her? So, she's been a friend of mine for like the past 15 years. Long time. This is why it's so wild. Yeah, a long time. She's totally disappeared on me, and I have no idea why at all. We met in high school when she moved from Colorado and, like, became instant best friends. So we've been tight. 
Have you ever had a falling out before? No, nothing like this. I mean, of course, we have little arguments every now and again, but like healthy ones. Healthy. Yeah. yeah okay. Healthy disagreements right. that you were able to work out. Yeah, exactly. But like, there's been nothing like that. At least recently, nothing that comes to mind. Like, a few weeks ago, we talked almost every day. Like, it's not on the phone through text. So, I have no idea what's going on. And she's super active on social media. So, I know she's alive. I just don't get it. What is she up to? Is she going out partying or is she just posting memes? She have a new I mean, best friend. <laughs> I mean, not that I see, but, you know, it's the normal like, oh, I'm out at this nice restaurant. Look at my plate. Or, hey, I'm going to have drinks with coworkers, things like that. Okay. So I just, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. It's weird. So you have a new man in her life that's mm-hmm. taking her attention? Boyfriends will do that. She hasn't said anything, so, and I haven't seen anything on social media. So I'm like, I'm at a loss, and I'm super upset about it. Mm. That's why I hope y'all can figure out what's happening. Right. Mm. Mm. When was the last time you talked to her? Almost a month. Like, it's been at least three weeks. And how often did you usually talk to her? Like, daily. Mm. Like, it's not on the phone. It was at least a text or something. Mm. Okay. Anything else? Any other evidence you want to submit? No, I mean, I'm just as in the dark as y'all. I have no idea what could have happened. All right, well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll give her a call and see what Lauren's deal is as Second Date Update, Ghost Stories Edition. Why and Lauren have known each other a long time. They've been friends for the last 15 years. It all started when Lauren moved here from Colorado and... They became the best of friends ever since, and they've never really had a falling out. I mean, they've anytime they ever had a disagreement, it was always healthy. They've never had a falling out like this. Not that this is a falling out, but a month has gone by since the last time she heard from Lauren, and that is unusual because they used to talk every day. Right. And it's not like she's in the hospital or something. She's, posted, she's out there on social right. media, hanging out with her coworkers. Mm-hmm. So does she get a new man? Is something else going on? Is there some unknown that yep. pissed her off? Yep. Only way to find out is to call. Did you think of anything else that you think might be pertinent before we call Lauren? No, like literally not at all. All right. Let's give her a shot. See what happens. Hello? Hi, Lauren? Yes. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? (laughs) Jeff and Jen, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm fine. uh Uh-oh. Why do you sound so cautious (laughs) and suspicious? (laughs) Because you always, you know, you call for a reason (laughs) from what I know. Maybe we just want to look in on you and see how you are. Say hi. Be friendly. Uh Okay. What are you looking in at me for? <laughs> well, you've been MIA lately. You've been missing in action. Mm. I'm not really dating much, so I'm not sure what that could be in reference to. Well, we've expanded the second date update concept here to include uh, non-romantic relationships. And coincidentally, we heard from Maya, who misses you, hasn't spoken oh. to you in almost a month, and she says that's very unlike you to go this long without communicating with her. Mm-hmm. You guys used to be the best of friends, and she's wondering what's changed and why she hasn't mm-hmm. heard from you. Wow, this is hard. Um, 
I think that this might sound a little silly, but I just needed to take a little break for a while. Um, She's like very passionate about politics. And and the last two election seasons, she's just been like off the charts. I mean, she's one of these people that has signs in her yard, stickers on her car. I mean, she's going to all the rallies. She's like watching the news all the time. Mm -hmm. And she's, always talking about it and not only talking it's not like just sitting there and taking it in but she also wants to debate with me she wants me to engage and the thing is we don't we don't align politically Mm. you know like i'm one of those people who's like hey you see it your way and i'll see it my way and let's just not go there right if we're not in agreement Mm -hmm. but i just feel like she's always trying to convert me and I just, you know, I don't want, I don't want the conflict. And so I just smile and I go along with it and I just, I just can't do it anymore, you know? So, so I kind of just did a preemptive strike. Mm. <laughs> okay. You're dipping out before it gets too good. A preventative uh, move. So when, yeah. uh, you know, when we get to November and the president has been announced, whoever that might be, are you going to sort of re-engage? Yeah, re- re-emerge? Will you be able to at that right. point? Depending on who wins. Yeah. I don't, exactly. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of stress around that time, no matter which way it goes, mm. you know, and people are, you know how people are, they're going to be talking about it constantly for a while. Until you know? the inauguration and so, then it turns into something else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know if I'm kind of like, well, what what else is our our friendship? Like, is this is this it? This We talk about politics and that, that's it, you know? I don't want that. Well, we have her on the other line. Let's bring her back into the conversation. Maya, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm I'm just a little flabbergasted. Like, when you stopped debating me, I thought you'd, like, change sides, and I was just talking to you, like, thinking we were agreeing. That's funny. Like, I wish you had would have said something. Like, I don't have to talk about politics. I'm passionate about it. I think it's really important, especially with everything going on in the world right now. But, like... You know, my friendship with you is important, and I can talk about other things. I seriously thought we were totally, like, on the same page. Like, I think that's really funny because I know a lot lot of people that when there is someone in their life that's really passionate about politics and they don't necessarily align with them, they just let them talk and just kind of go, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because you can't argue with them. Exactly. You can't argue with them, but that leads them to believe that you are on the same page as them, oh, that you are agreeing yeah. with them. And so that's where it gets really difficult because, you know, if it is something that you yourself are passionate about, even if you don't want to debate it, you don't necessarily want all of your friends and family or anyone thinking that you believe differently than you do. Mm. But you run the risk of if you do say how you really feel, then a debate may ensue. It's tricky. But to your point, Maya, you're saying you're willing to spend the time you two are together not focusing on your differences. Since we have this history and we have so much in common, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you saying you can spend the time that you guys are together focusing on that as opposed to discussing something you clearly have very different viewpoints on? Completely. Like, I can talk about other things, seriously, but I assumed differently because I hadn't been corrected. Right. I mean, I'm... 
willing to try, Maya, but it's like hard for me to believe that you're going to be able to not talk about it because you're so passionate. And it, I mean, it has a lot to do with things that come up in our everyday lives. Yeah. Is there like a safe word, something you could shout when somebody, you know, if somebody starts heading down that road, do you yell gazebo (laughs) just to stop it in its track? Well, I know a guy who just like he can't get through a night without bringing up something political that's got him fired up. And it's usually fueled by alcohol. And then he gets belligerent if you disagree with him because you're ignorant or stupid or misinformed. And it's like, dude. This is gonna go work, like that. right? Right. I mean, I'm. I can. Eat, I can do that easily. I understand. Okay. Okay. Well, our work is done here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think about the things you guys have in common. I would guess you have way more in common than things you disagree about. There was a reason you two became friends. But if you guys are growing in different directions, it is what it is. I just hope that this isn't what divides you to a point where you can't even be friends anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we have a, we have a long friendship, so I'm definitely willing to try. Excellent. I think you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I can. Just talk about pop culture and say, talk about Travis and Taylor. <laughs> well, your lives and what else is yeah. going on? What in show you watching on Netflix these days? Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the call, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, I, it, it's true. It's better that we talk about this. And all right, here we are. <laughs> cool. And Maya, we appreciate you coming on Second Aid Update Ghost Stories. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all's help in this. Happy to. Good luck, you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Y'all too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right, Ghost Stories. We'll have another one for you next Friday at this time. Well, for now, we have brand new music from Selena Gomez. How about that? I can't wait. Love Hi, Leah. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Good. So do you work in a collaborative environment or no. you work kind of solo, <laughs> like you're on your own wherever you are? I'm solo with my kids. <laughs> Oh, well, that's something. God bless you. Okay. That's all. Just you and two are you. Jobs, right? You work two jobs and you stay home. You're not kidding. That's how, right. Yeah. How, how many kids are you managing? Seven. Oh, my Seven. God. I was just going to say, how outnumbered are you? Six girls and one boy. Wow. That seems oh, to be a trend, that. man. We just. Uh, so today's mom and pop spot was brought to us by Liz, who is one of 15 kids. She is number 13 out of 15. Wow. Yeah, I know. Representing Gertz's pony keg and red. How's the one boy do with all he's quiet. that girl he's a quiet power? Guy. <laughs> he's he's quiet so child. So luckily he just stays to himself. Yeah. <laughs> what right. is the age range? They oh. go from what to what? Um six sixteen to two. Oh, oh so wow. he's he's going through the eye rolling phase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh you guys are God. so annoying. Bruh. Yep. And then yep. it always goes a bruh. Everybody's <laughs> annoying at that age. Ugh. Hell, everybody's annoying oh, yeah. at my age. I was going to say. I don't think that ever goes away. For some. Yeah. For some, it's true. It's when true. Do guys get it around 10 years old and just for the it rest of the It just stays with you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's try to win you $1,000, shall we? All right. I'm going to open okay. up this envelope. Inside this envelope is the letter of the alphabet. You'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. 
You can't use the same answer more than once unless it's in a completely different definition. Correct. Context, I suppose. Like ice cubes versus ice, ice cream skating. or just ice. <laughs> yes. Three different things. Right? Watch us get I today. Yeah. Are we have a, do we have I today? <laughs> uh, no, but we're a couple of letters off. This is the letter K. K. That's not too bad. No, As in knowledge. I like That's to right. Use Don't that forget word. the solid K. Silent. Yep. I like solid right. better. I know. Silent. Solid. Okay, where's my envelope? Here it is. Okay, we've got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Yes. So here we go with the letter K. Name something you cook in the oven. Kale. Something you brush. Pass. Something red. Kia. An appetizer. Pass. A city. Kansas. A book. Koala bear. A singer. Katy Perry. Something you pull. Pass. Something you shake. Kiwi. You can shake your kiwi and pull a kite. Kite. Yep. Yeah. So... I went with K car before I thought of the Kia. It's a nice reliant automobile. Yeah. What's the K car? Every Chrysler product between 1983 and 89. <laughs> He's right. It was a K car. Um, something you brush, knotted hair is what uh, I yeah, that's good. Yeah, that Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Kansas yeah, City, good. Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Which are divided only by a state line. That's it. Yeah. Bit of a um, and I thought kale was pretty clever too because we've actually roasted kale in the oven. Oh, I yeah, love it! Yeah, you can do it. I was kind of uh, did I say that right? <laughs> you did so, great. Sure. Yeah. It was. I felt I'll like kale was it. a little I think this harder. Is my twelfth time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I play a lot, so my husband always gets jealous. He always tries to call in too, and he's like, "How do you get in?" I'm like, you "Gotta call right when the song starts." <laughs> so yeah. he's been wanting to play, but. <clears throat> huh. Well, well, it was I'm good talking got to it. you I'm anyway. Glad you got to play. Maybe it's yeah. the 13th time will be the win. Yeah, it could happen. Right? Yes. Might as well just join the best friends club. <laughs> yes, please do. I can't believe you're not yep. in there already. Have you filled out no, an application? No, my, fr- my girls love listening to Q102. They always ask, can we listen to Jeff and Jen every every morning? I'm not allowed to turn the channel. So, oh, bless their hearts. So we all, that's who we listen to every morning all the way to school, and they love it. That's we awesome. We appreciate that. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. we'll work on the boy. Hopefully, he'll come around someday. Right. Poor guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Right. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Take right. care. Yeah. We'll Bye-bye. see you. Later. She's one of seven, huh? I know. All these big families. I feel like I like... thought the Waltons were a big family. No kidding. And then Liz. I mean, it was all from the same womb, <laughs> right? Right. That's what I can't imagine. What their mama's My body mother is do. an angel. I was yeah. going to say she'd have to be. Wow. And your dad's obviously a little frisky. Is this uh, you know, um, <laughs> Catholic? Catholic? No, I don't family? think any more than the rest of us, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. They just, you know, hey. Right. I oh. mean, was the plan to have that many or it just kept happening? Actually, when my parents got married, uh, my father had experienced something as a child, a trauma as a child to his body, and they thought he was sterile. 
Oh, wow. And he kept proving so, all those experts wrong. Oh, my God. Jo- jokes on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That is wild. Ugh. All right. Let's see. I believe Tim has emailed me the file of your spot. The file. Uh, let's see. We went in there. We actually, this was one of those rare group sessions where we actually went in the three of us and did, what, one line together. Four and of then, us, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The four of us, and then uh, the rest were individual, but none of us have heard the whole thing. I tried something different this time, <laughs> creatively. I don't know if it was Uh-oh. the right play, but remember what I said an hour ago. It's free. <laughs> These are my favorite. When they come with a disclaimer, they're usually really good. They're free. He does that. He tries to manage expectations yeah, he tries every to be week. Like, it's not that great, <laughs> and then he comes on and raps or something. <laughs> Well, there was I, I think you navigated it all really well. Yeah, there was rapping on a previous drive-through commercial we did for uh, Tea Daddies, right. so I didn't want to do the same thing. I forgot about yeah. them. Oh, okay, that's the that's the creative challenge you run into is coming up with different ideas. Yep. Yeah. All right, you ready, Liz? Here I we am go. Ready. Then we want your honest opinion. Okay. Here we go. Beer, lotto, and snacks, you get the max. Garrett's Pony Keg. That's chips and smokes. Get them from super nice folks. Garrett's Pony Keg. Shooters, Cokes, and wine. Just look for this sign. Garrett's Pony Keg. Get all the latest gossip in the ding. Garrett's Pony Keg. Family owned and operated for 60 years. Grab your basic essentials in the drive-thru or come on in. Ethan and Matthew are ready to please. Garrett's Pony Keg. Two blocks south of the Bridal District on Reading Road. Across the street from Closets and More. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Zane. Gert's Pony Keg. Gert's Pony Keg. In the heart of the day. Look at that. How about that? You know, that's what the cool kids call Redding these days. In the, the ding. ding. In the ding, in the ding, right. ding, yeah. Nice. All right, be honest, Liz. That is fantastic. <laughs> All you dreamed of and more. That's right. Aww. That was wonderful. Yeah, and you can I, go back um, and you can listen to it whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for my dad to hear it. It's going to be, it, that will bring will joy to tickled? his entire weekend. Good. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Wonderful. That's so yeah. sweet. In the 60 years that Gertz's Pony Keg has been around, have they ever done radio advertising? Did they ever hire a company to produce a jingle for them? They have not. It has always been a word of mouth. Yeah. The Keystone 12-packs speak for themselves. That's right. <laughs> Can't miss them. I think it's the smile. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it could the be the 12-pack and the smile. Both of them. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. It. Well, there Great. you go. So if you go to the website, WKRQ.com, you go to the Jeff and Jen page, there's, there's like a little link. You can click that, go to all of our mom and pop spots, and you'll be able to listen to it and play it whenever you want. Thank you. You're very welcome. Hey, thank you for all Cincinnati's you do. Cincinnati's a wonderful place. Agreed. So is Gert's Agreed. Pony Keg. <laughs> Gert's Pony Keg. Yes. All right, have a great weekend, Liz. You as well. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Liz. Take it easy. Tell the guys we Bye. said hi. Bye. Do you know what yeah. I want to happen just once is the person just hangs up yeah. after they hear it. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Uh-huh. It's going to be the week it, The week that Tim comes in and says, you know, I think I got a good one here. Yes. I think and this is actually pretty good. And they're going to hate it. <laughs> they just boom, boom, boom. Yep. They hang up. Right. Oh, my God. That'll be great. Oh, I can't play wait. it again. You want me to play it yeah, again? Yeah, play it again. All right. Here it is.
Here it comes. Beer, lotto, and snacks. You get the max. Garrett's Pony Keg. That's chips and smokes. Get them from super nice folks. Garrett's Pony Keg. Shooters, Cokes, and wine. Just look for this sign. Garrett's Pony Keg. Get all the latest gossip in the ding. Garrett's Pony Keg. Family owned and operated for 60 years. Grab your basic essentials in the drive-thru or come on in. Ethan and Matthew are ready to please. Garrett's Pony Keg. Two blocks south of the Bridal District on Redding Road. Across the street from Closets and More. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Zane. Gert's Pony Keg. Gert's Pony Keg. In the heart of the day. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.